get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A statement victory for the Fighting Illini last Saturday as they, in nine overtimes, knocked off Penn State 20-18. to 18. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and, Krupp, Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and Illini head coach Brett Bielma, kind enough to join us on a Tuesday morning. Coach, thanks for your time this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Randy. Thank you very much. It was hey. a good weekend, a lot of fun. Hopefully more to come. No doubt about it. You've been coaching. This is your 13th year as a head coach. And and I'm thinking, okay, as somebody who's watched a lot of football, I was really tight. I I, I was intense in that overtime. Do you get nervous there? How are, how do you traverse something like that nine overtimes? You know, um, it was interesting. Saturday night, um, we're sitting there. I got back in town. We actually had a little celebration with the uh, basketball team and, and – um, uh, we put our two girls down, and my wife was sitting there, and she's like, "I'm exhausted." I'm like, "You're you're exhausted." <laughs> you were sitting here on the couch, um, but but I would tell you the way the nine overtimes work now, and after the third one to go to the two point, it it just it kept everybody engaged. The players, the the officials, um, uh, as coaches, you never sit, you know take a step back. Um, you know, as a head coach, especially, you're so far, you're always ahead of the game. Like one of the great greatest advices I ever got uh, from Coach Alvarez when I was under him as a head coach just to be ahead of the game, right? Like, even though it's a two-point play for our offense, I was already talking to the defense about the two-point play to follow, right? So there's there's just no time to take a de- deep breath. Coach, uh, how do you like that rule after the third overtime, once we get to a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, that it's a two-point conversion? You know, Randy, it, it, it really, um, uh, it, it's different. So uh, while I was sitting there Saturday night, too, I saw a quote that um, the, la- the, the longest six overtimes in college football um, I've actually been a part of three of those six, as crazy as that sounds. Um, we had a long one against uh, Ole Miss and a long one against Auburn when I was at Arkansas. Uh, fortunately, I've been able to win, win all three, so I feel a little bit better about all of them than probably the other side. But uh, this one just moved quicker. Even though it was nine overtimes, you know, the last several were just two plays both ways, so it really limited the reps. Uh, but still, offensively, our guys had close to 100 snaps, which – I think he's just getting dangerously close to too many plays for a player, you know. Um, but that's the only concern I really had was player safety in the end. 
Coach, you mentioned getting home and celebrating with the basketball team and with your wife. I was actually in college when Illinois upset number one Ohio State in Columbus, and I remember what it was like when the team came home. What was the energy like in Champaign when your team arrived back after that massive win? Well, it's pretty awesome. Um, we got off the plane, and, and uh, uh, someone on our, our staff, I still don't know who did this, uh, but uh, all of our families were there, and then quite a few fans as well. So it was kind of fun to hop off the plane and, and get a reception like that, especially uh, my two girls uh, waiting with, with Jen was pretty awesome. But then to, to walk into State Farm, and, and uh, you know, Brad has that place as electric as it gets now. And I know it had been over 500 days since anybody had been back in there with the team. So even though it was an exhibition game, um, uh, to have that kind of crowd uh, in there and to have the reaction was awesome. All of our players uh, opted to come over and join us. I would say 90% of our players were there. and It was just a really cool moment. And not only was it in, in an incredible game, Coach, but it was your 100th victory as a head coach. I know you got the game ball from Josh Whitman, the AD, but that's a pretty special way to mark that milestone. Yeah, you know, uh, Michelle, I, I appreciate that, but I hadn't even really – it crossed my mind. Some people had brought it up uh, uh, before the Wisco game, but um, I, I didn't even, I don't think I even spoke of it one time during the course of the week and really had no idea of it uh, until somebody said it after the game. I, I didn't have that uh, thought in my mind, but, uh, you know, I told our players, like, listen, uh, this is the third one here for me here at Illinois, um, 100th overall, but uh, hopefully it's a, the start of 100 more to come here. Like, I, I just can't tell you how excited we are about where this is. And, and I know everybody wants to live off Penn State, but. Uh, you know, to me, that's the that's going to be the more of the expectation, not the exception. Um, and and to get our guys to understand that, Josh made reference that I think it was only the third time in the last 50 years that we'd been a beat a top 10 opponent on the road. And um, you know, to do it this at this point in in our new regime and and. Uh, the new opportunity we have in front of us. Hopefully that's just more to come. And, and Brett, I started this interview by saying it was a statement win for the Illini. It only becomes a statement win if you get it to where you want to go, right? That's exactly right. And and I I did tell our players, right, um, you know, the, the moment there after the game, the celebration, uh, the fans that were there, uh, the celebration back in Champaign, and um, we're not going to ask Michelle what she did uh, that night when they beat number one afterwards. But our, I know our players had, I'm sure, a great uh, a great evening of celebration. But it it was Sunday. We came in, and I, I actually cut short our, our meetings about the game against Penn State because I wanted to emphasize to turn the page to the Rutgers. This is a very good football team that, uh, you know, unfortunately hasn't been able to get on top in a Big Ten win, but they're very well coached. They're very tough. Uh, they emulate a lot of the things that we're trying to instill in our program here. So, uh, it's all great about what happened, but but the standard norm now has to be move on and let's get a, let's get what we got to get done here in Memorial Stadium this weekend, uh, Saturday at eleven o'clock in front of our home crowd. There were so many impressive performances in that game, Coach, but I was really impressed by Brandon Peters. He was cleared to play last Tuesday. He didn't get a ton of reps during the week. He didn't get the start for that game, but he comes off the bench after Art was injured in a massive moment, and he delivers for your team. You know, Michelle, you're exactly right. I think the part that, uh, you know, we we can take to the bank every week with BP is that, you know, he's had a lot of game experience. So even during the course of the week, uh, we made the decision to go with Art. Um, uh, Ryan Johnson got a lot of the of, of the number two rest. BP did get some work, but classic Brandon Peters. Um, Tuesday I'm standing there at practice, and uh, we're getting ready to go into a, a, a skelly period where the defense is working on one end and the offense is working on the other end. And he came up to me and goes, Coach, can I go down and throw the – the defensive Skelly, can I go down and emulate Penn State as the quarterback? And I just said, absolutely, my friend. And, and uh, 
went down there and it might have been one of the biggest things that our defense was able to get done in their preparation. You know, just a selfless act. It seems like uh, the one thing this team possesses, we lost three starters offensively. Uh, Vidarian Lowe, uh, obviously Art and uh, Chase Brown during the course of the game. And it was just next man up syndrome. And they've done a great job all year at being resilient. Hey, Brett, I know that you guys are always looking ahead. And I, I want to know, just because we don't get inside the curtain, behind the curtain, after a win like that, how quickly do you get in touch with recruits and say, hey, did you see that? And do you have a plan for that? After a big win over Penn State, how quickly does a recruit hear from Illinois and the Illinois staff? Yeah, it's a great point, uh, Randy. So one of the things that Josh afforded us to do here, Pat Hamilton um, is my director of personnel, direct, really director of recruiting. Uh, I got a small army of about six, seven people that uh, immediately took the social media, the graphics that we put out, um, you know, Chase Brown getting the recognition that he did yesterday as a Rose Bowl player of the week, the Big Ten player of the week. Uh, obviously the team getting recognized as a national team of the week by Cheez It. Like it just, just, an endless outpouring in anything that I do. Believe me, I am the last thing I want to do is social media. Believe me. All right. But the, the part that I do realize and, and anything that I retweet is usually uh, garnered towards uh, two things, either, you know, respect to my players and, and what they've accomplished, um, you know, for Chase Brown to be standing on the field and have a Rose Bowl emblem beneath him about the Rose Bowl player of the week is like, to me, just like a, a sign of where we want to go. Correct. But, a lot of it is 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 anything that I know a recruit, and even sometimes specifically, I may retweet uh, uh, something publicly on my account, but I'll direct message that or, or send it in a text to the recruit that I'm I know will look, be looking at it or that it's directed at. Um, obviously, with the offensive line and what they accomplished this past weekend, anybody that was on our radar, you know, is definitely getting, getting a lot of information. Running backs. Um, the way our defense played, um, and even to parents, right? A lot of times I'll group message in a, a young man with his mom and dad or his uncle or his coach, whoever's important, to make them see the lights. Coach, you, me you mentioned turning the page and um, getting ready for Rutgers this weekend. I imagine that's a pretty hard emotional high for your players to come down. So what are the conversations that you're having with your team to make sure that they don't get swept up in the Penn State game and that they're ready to go this weekend? And so it's it's really right human nature. Um, just like I said, you know, it's only been three times in 50 years to be a top 10 on the road. Uh, Josh had never our AD, right? He had never been exper experienced it as the athletic director. So um, I knew it was foreign to him. I definitely knew it was foreign to our players. So listen, I let him enjoy the you know the moment, the evening, the the ride home. Uh, but Sunday we took a, we took a pretty strong stance. And to this morning I'm going to go into a, a team meeting here at 8:30 and. I've got a message that, uh, you know, directs right at Rutgers and, and to get their attention because the things I can't control, I can control what's in this building, but we only get them for two hours a day, two to three hours a day. Uh, the part that I don't, you know, have a handle on is, you know, when they go home, you know, their their mom, their dad, their uncle, uh, their girlfriends, their, 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 their close friends of high school that are calling them. And Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week, they're telling them how great they are. You know what? we don't need a pat on the back. We need a kick in the, in the, in the, in the tail to get where we need to be, you know, and that's, that's kind of got to be our driving force. Again, it's, it's the expectation around here 
that we want, not the exception. Hey, Coach, one more thing from me, and it's in regards to implementing your program and having everybody understand. And I remember when Coach Vermeil came to the Rams, it, it took him a year to change the culture and get everybody to understand exactly what the program was about and, and what the expectations were, like you just mentioned. How close to that do you, uh, are you? Do, having everybody, everybody on the staff, everybody in the building, all the way down through the players and the equipment guys, to having everybody understand what this is all about that you're implementing? You know, it's a great point you just made, right? It's Everybody thinks it's about the players, and it is. But in college football, you know, players change, right? Like um, tradition never graduates, but players do. And as we remo- remove players uh, from the building by graduation and, and natural process, the new players that come in have to be taught the same thing. So it's, it's constantly evolving for us as coaches, but that's what staff is about, right? Um, support staff. It's not just the coaches. It's what they're being told in the weight room, the equipment room, the training room, uh, the academics, what they're being told in, in everyday walk in our, in our, our football you know, family. And that, you know, unfortunately never stops, right? It's something that we're constantly on top of, different ways to stress it, different mechanic, uh, mechanics to make it happen. Um, it's part of the job that, that I really enjoy, and I think it's part of the job that it's probably one of the more fulfilling things that you can accomplish. Saturday was a lot of fun, but when you see the emotional growth of a player um, and, and the development that they have that will give them success way beyond their time here in Champaign, that, that's what's really exciting. And I would think mental growth too, Coach, to go beat a top 10 team in a really tough road environment and outlast them and win the war of attrition. These are a lot of players who haven't been in a position like that before. So I would think you learned a lot about the mental toughness of your guys. You're exactly right, Michelle. I, I would, I would say the the resiliency of that group. Um, and and we stressed last week we had 74 players take the plane, right? Um, you know, we got a number of uh, coaches and support staff, but 74 players were allowed to travel. And I told every one of them, hey, like I'm going to need the best you on Saturday, right? Like it doesn't matter what your role is. You might be the right guard on punt. You might be the right guard on on our offensive uh, last play of the game that gave us the two point conversion to win. Uh, but both of those plays are going to be equally important and. I think our players really understood that because, you know, through 60 minutes and then nine overtimes, there wasn't a flinch in anybody in that group. And that's ultimately what gave us the win. And coach a home game against Rutgers, as you mentioned, you've got them at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning at Memorial Stadium. And that can turn into a great environment. This should be a really fun weekend for everybody that's headed to Champaign. It is. I'm excited. Early kickoffs. Everybody get up a little early and they may not have all the hours pre-tailgate, but hopefully – we have a little fun on Saturday, and they can have some post-tailgate fun as well. Absolutely. Coach, thanks as always for your time. We appreciate it. Good to talk to you, and we'll do it again soon. Thank you. I-O-L. I-N-I. Congrats, Coach. That is Brett Bielma, the head coach of the Fighting Illini, joining us with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Pop quiz. What can you buy for three ninety nine? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. 
Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.